Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Down by Law. You are listening to Daryl A. Gray, partner Wright Gray. So, like I always say, you're rocking with the best. We're glad to be here during the holiday season to bring some very interesting information, wonderful conversation. Um, we have a very, very special guest today, somebody who is near and dear to my heart, someone, someone who I consider a friend who just happens to be a big dog in New Orleans. The legendary, the iconic. I'm going to go ahead and blast him like that. Mr. Larry Barabino Jr. Oh, and guess who else we got? Eric Wright. He don't, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it's just Eric. I see him every day. But Larry, my law partner, Eric Wright. But we have Larry Barabino here today. The CEO, Chief Executive Officer of NORD, New Orleans Recreational Department. Is that right? No. Development Development Commission. Commission. There you go. I'm sorry. But anyway, my guy is an amazing New Orleanian. He's a champion of our um, community and our our youth. And I'm very glad that he's here to discuss not only uh, the event that we have coming up this weekend, which is the annual toy drive, but just some of the wonderful things that NORD does in the community and some of the services they provide that I think that a lot of people don't know about because, you know, I was looking at um, y'all's fall brochure and I was like, wow, wow. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, some of the services that people go out here at these gyms and different, you know, little uh, organizations and pay for, they can just go to Nord and pay that. You may, you pay a little bit sometimes, huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. The time is free. 95% of the time is free. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Listen, another thing, too, is we're going to talk about how you can support NORD through the NORD Foundation, and that's very important because there are so many uh, programs and events that they do in the community for for the community, and they need to be supported heavily by us, by us, because I'm going to say, you know, a lot of this stuff is for us, by us, so we need to make sure that we are supporting those, uh, those um, institutions, especially something like NORD that's out here to help us. Eric, how you doing this morning, man? Good morning, man. How are you doing, Daryl? You man. look amazing, Eric. Thank you. Man. Is that a new suit? No, it's not a new suit. That's I've a new suit. I've before. never seen that suit before. I've been having this for a while. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that looks nice, man. And and, and let me say this, Daryl. Uh, you spoke about Larry. Larry's an amazing guy. Uh, uh, he, he runs the NORD program. And I personally uh, feel personally obligated to give back to NORD because I grew up in the city of New Orleans. I grew up in New Orleans East. Uh, and I played ball out at the North facilities. What, what, what uh, park? I played at Velocity Less. Oh, I'm sorry. And when when uh, our park uh, didn't have the funding to survive at that time, we moved over to Garetti mm-hmm. uh, in New Orleans East where we actually uh, uh, competed for a city championship. So I personally uh, feel indebted to NORD uh, to give back for all that that program did for me uh, as a child growing up in the city of New Orleans. And I've I've watched Larry kind of bring that program back, right? You know, to what it to what it once was, right? And and, and I salute you for that, Larry. You're doing a great job. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. Hold on, hold on, Larry. So, E, tell us about this this city championship that you competed for. Did y'all win or did y'all lose? Well, if we won, I would have said we won. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm 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 not gonna get into specifics, but we we didn't win. Who was on that team with you? Don Francis Don was Francis. actually on that team with me. <laughs> I think he was a guest. Casey, guess Casey a little takes while, Don Francis. Tell him, tell him him and Eric, uh, they lost. 
They lost the state hey, championship. Kerry Kittles was on that team with us. Kittles. Uh, yeah. We, we, had, we had a NBA bunch of guys. Kittles. Bunch of guys from, from New Orleans <laughs> East uh, on that team. Like I said, we competed. We didn't win, but we, we competed. Wait, what year was that? 61? Was no oh, one around on, in 61? <laughs> no, it's been around since 1947. Okay, thanks. So y'all was like, y'all was early in the in, back in the years. No, like, man, this, 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 this had to be around uh, 87, 86, something like that. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's good, E man. Not that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look nice in that suit today, man. Thank you, thank you. We must, are you taking pictures today or something? Oh uh, yeah, I think we I think we got a little photo shoot or something. Oh, okay. right, right. I knew you. I knew you were looking GQ. I mean, <laughs> Ebony man. You know what I'm saying, Larry? Yes, sir. Look, man, we're so glad to have you here. And I think one of the things that E talked about, which is very very important for us to touch on while we have you in studio, is when you took over Nord where it was and where you brought it to, because you did two stints at Nord, right? Yes. This is your second tour of duty? Yes. yes. Second tour of duty at Nord. So this is an amazing, amazing job that you've done to get Nord back to where, like what he's talking about, like, you know, back in the day, youth sports, like, was everything. And they had, they had funding and all of this stuff that made it to where kids could have something to do and you know you created, you created adults like Eric, and you know that became successful in, in um, people in the community that could you know that 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 are doing things with themselves and can help and give back. And that a lot of his influence and some of his his successes came from his participation in youth sports through Nord. Is that safe to say? That is safe to say. Okay, so when you took over Nord, like right after Katrina, what was going on? Well, listen, first and foremost, good morning, and thank you guys for having me here this morning. It's always good to be in a room with friends. I appreciate the compliments, appreciate everything, appreciate you guys recognizing the work that we're doing at NORD. And, and I want to be clear about the work that you see doing at NORD. I am the head of NORD, but the magic happens behind me. Mm. The magic happens with my team. Always. So I always want to give a shout-out to the leadership at NORD. I always want to give a shout-out to my playground supervisors, my my, my lifeguards, uh, you know, who are teaching our seniors water aerobics and et cetera. And I definitely want to give a shout out to my maintenance crew because those are the persons that's always forgotten. But when, but when you go at a playground and it's clean and, and, your, and your diamond is cut out and prepared and your lines are on the field for football and when you go and the recreation centers are clean, that's our maintenance crew. That's our guys. So I always want to give a shout out to them because guess what? When Hurricane COVID hit and the city shut down, North Maintenance was working hard making sure that parks and playgrounds were open for open space for people to go out. So mm. I always want to make sure that I acknowledge my team because they're the ones who make the magic happen. Lee, you don't have, you don't have like a round of applause or anything you can play, do you? <laughs> just, just so we can make sure that the, the, the good folks working for NOR that put those uniforms on and are walking to those facilities who do everything they can to make sure that – it's available to the um, to the public in the city of New Orleans and the the, the um, anybody who wants to use those facilities are applauded. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying, Larry. So we we want to we want to talk we want to touch on a lot of things. Sure, and sure. Let's 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 lay it out first so people can understand who they're talking to. But let 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 me plug the show. Down by law, WBOK. 504-582-9422. If you want to speak to us, you want to speak to Mister Barabino. You want to speak to Mister Wright who's here for the second time. He's a very special guest as well. Uh, 504-582-9422. A 
Larry, let's talk about you. I want to let's run your your bio first and foremost, sure. right? Sure. So, so, so you know what? I want to I want to talk about something. I want to talk about. People always ask me, when did your career start with Nord? My <laughs> career started with Nord in 1978 at Willie Hall Playground. Ooh. When I first stepped out, where what playground? Willie Hall Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> That's when my career started in Nord. You know, and I always want to give a shout out to my volunteer coaches that touched my life back then. Back then, those guys who played an amazing part and role in my life and every other kid that go to a park or playground, you know, always give a shout out to those volunteers. But with that, you know, uh, while in college, you know, I had a, a my old coach stop me and he said, Larry, I need you to do something for some kids that we did for you. It's like, what's that, coach? He said, I need you to come back and coach. I said, man, I don't have time. That was in about 1991. I said, I don't have time. He said, you remember how you guys didn't have rides to the game and y'all used to pay Mr. Green a quarter to get in the back of his truck to get to the game? I said, yeah. He said, I'm still having problems getting these kids to the games. He wow. said, if anything, can you show up to their games and help me get these kids to the game? So me and a good friend named Keith Branch said, okay, we showed up. And the first thing Coach Fat um, did was said, hey, guys, I want to introduce y'all to Coach Larry and Coach Keith. He gave us a title immediately. So he said, okay, so listen, y'all's job right now is to get them to the game. And after the game, he said, now, you know these kids are hungry. So y'all have to get them something to eat. Wow. So we showed up at the game, brought them to the game. After the game, we were stopped. That's when burgers was like 47 cents or something at, at Burger King in 91. We would get burgers and fries and bring the kids back. But we tried to coach. And he stopped us. He said, hold up. It's not y'all role. Y'all role is to bring them to the game and feed them. We're like, but we won't coach. <laughs> we want he coach. said, if you want to say have any input, you need to show up at practice. So I started showing up at practice and never stopped. <laughs> and never stopped. And and from that, man, in nineteen ninety six I was given an opportunity after graduating um, from Southern University at New Orleans. You know, we had a problem with the recreational center manager at North St. Bernard Center uh-huh. of not being there when we would come back from games. So we called a community meeting with Nord, and then the director was Angel Wilson uh, under Mayor uh, Mark Moriel then. And the community said, listen, this supervisor at this center needs to go. He's not here. He's not the right person for the, for the community. He's, he needs to go. So they said, well, do y'all have anyone that can represent? Bingo. And Ms. Dolores Davis, who was the Booster Club president, who was an icon out of that community, said, yeah, we have Larry Barabino. He has a college degree. He's out the community. He's been coaching. And I started my career as Nord, as the center manager for Nord St. Bernard Recreational Center in 1996. So let me ask you this. How did that feel growing up? And what have, Has Willie Hall ever lost a championship? <laughs> they have. They have. We we had some rough times pre-Katrina. Uh, we've had some great talents. We've produced the likes of, um, oh, geez, I forgot the boy, and the Tyron Matthews and other guys that have come out. There's a lot of guys ways that play college ball yes. and yes. pro ball from yes. Willie Hall. Yes, but we have. Now, but post-Katrina, Willie Hall became a whole nother animal mm-hmm. in pre-Katrina. <laughs> and they have three to four teams in a championship every year. Every single year. And that goes out to Johnny White, who's a playground supervisor, who's accompanied by Ernest Gathers and Carl Gathers and Coach Melvin Fat Bush and Coach Lino and all those guys that's out there. Because Willie Hall today is a program, mm-hmm. the same as, as a Harrell. 
is a program. Shout out to Coach Derek and his teams up there. You know, it's just as the same as Garetti with Coach Nick, and you see those strong playgrounds that are programs. And that's what we're trying to do with all of our playgrounds is grow them to be programs and not just have individual teams. That's amazing. So so when you took over the rec center, young you were, you know, young guy growing up in that 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 rec center, how did that feel? Man, listen, it it was humbling and it it it, it I was on a mission because I was the kid out the neighborhood that the older guys would influence to hide in the ceilings of the rec center so when it closed, we would open it back up at night and play, you know, and, and, and of course do things in the rec center to where that we never did any damage because we didn't want them to know we were in there. Right. But we wanted to be in the rec center and not running around in the communities. So I right. was that kid that they always say, hey, Larry, you small. Hide over here when they lock up, open the center back up. So I knew the games. Right. I knew what to look out for when I became right. the manager. But I knew how important that center was to the community. Right, right, right. And that's the thing too. Like you get a, you know, having having a center in a community that allows people to, you know, escape essentially. Yes, it's a it's a safe space and and within you know some rough areas sometimes. So after becoming the director of, of, of that center, what happened next? What was your next steps? Well, while working there, during the time, you know, it, it working being a city employee, was it was hard to support your family. <laughs> so a person always had, with working with Nord, then always had two to three jobs. So, But I, I had the opportunity to uh, become gainfully employed with uh, Tulane University, and I took a senior program's on coordinator position with Tulane University, which expanded my skill set, allowed me to grow and diversify my knowledge in different ways. But we ran a welfare-to-work programs for the city of New Orleans, and we also ran the Job One Youth Career Center for the city of New Orleans. Um, and I did that up until uh, Hurricane Katrina. Up until okay. Hurricane Katrina hit. Okay. And then what happened next? Where'd you go well, next? Ap- after that. But let me say this. Even when I left the center, I never stopped coaching. So, so I was still coaching. I was still involved, heavily involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, after Hurricane Katrina, returned back to work with Tulane. Things didn't work out. Uh, uh, so then they had a position open uh, for the uh, director of Northern under Mayor C. Ray Nagan. And I was recommended by Ann McDonald and Ernest Gathers. And I want to definitely give a shout-out to Ann McDonald's who have retired from as a city servant, uh, retired as the director of Parks and Park Parade. She formerly worked uh, with Nord as the uh, secretary of Nord uh, during my stay when I was at Nord. And Ann McDonald understood my passion, my drive, but knew I had the skill sets. So she recommended me to then uh, the mayor's uh, to the mayor's office, and I, I interviewed, and I became the director of Nord immediately after Hurricane Katrina. And ironically, I look back when Katrina hit. Before Katrina hit, Nord had an $8.7 million budget. Nord had a staff of 266 employees. And Nord had almost 180, 160 facilities up and running. Wow. And after Katrina, when I took the job and interviewed and took the job and was excited, it was like, okay, well, listen, we're gonna, <laughs> you have a staff of 16. <laughs> Uh, you have $87,000 to operate. Wow. And almost everything is damaged or destroyed except for on the West Bank. And I went home and I prayed. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> I prayed. 
But I asked God to do one thing for me through that process, all of my steps. Right, right. And with it, we were able to, and I say we because when I came, the first thing I did was call a coaches meeting <laughs> to see all the volunteer coaches that was back. Mm. And we were able to get the very first year, we was able to get six playgrounds, seven, I'm sorry, eight playgrounds up and operating before being in LGS. And from there, we grew. And wow. we had great partners that came to the table, great sponsors such as Nike, Allstate Sugar Bowl. We had a host of partners and um, philanthropic sponsors that came. Kaboom, where we were able to build play structures. But we continued to grow and open programs and offer programs. You know, and as time went on, you know, it, no, it was back. You resuscitated Noah after Katrina. Like, like you had to bring it back to life. And that's a that's a huge, huge job in and of itself, especially with the lack of resources that you had yes. to start with. That's that's amazing. And how long how long were you that was your first tour of duty with Noor. How long did that last? That was three and a half years that uh I left uh coming into twenty ten. I took it at uh two thousand six mm-hmm. and I left uh coming into twenty ten um as the administration was changing out. Okay. And then you went and did some other stuff. You did some consulting. That's when you some, worked at Hanno? Yes, I did some consulting work. I also worked at the Housing Authority of New Orleans where I was the uh, DBE Section 3 Programming's Manager for the Housing Authority of New Orleans. Well, at that uh, organization, I ensured that minority business had contracting opportunities. I also made sure that the residents were able to start resident-owned businesses and get uh, contracting opportunities. But also training took place, and residents were able to uh, receive uh, gainful employment while the housing projects were being demolished and being restructured, rebuilt. And so I played a, a key role in ensuring that one equitable contracting took place. And of course, that those persons that came out of those communities were able to have gainful employment. Dang, Larry, with all this experience and all this stuff, you've kind of you run the gamut and you have a deep understanding of government contracting and government programming. But you, I mean, and we're going to go back into your second, your current stint at NORD, obviously. But, you know, I, it seems to me that there should be some political aspirations or something to that effect at this point. Because I don't know what else you can do in your career. You've you've been in government for quite some time, so you definitely understand how it works. And, you know, I think that, I don't know. I mean, there may be something you want to consider. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, I, I, I enjoy serving our people. My pri- My priceless moments is when I get to see our residents, whether it's our kids, whether our seniors, being able to enjoy something that I worked hard on. The fruits of my labor is watching others enjoy the benefit of it. You know, whether it's programming, whether it was job opportunities, whether it was housing opportunities, anything that we were able to create to assist and help others, any of our residents in New Orleans, those are my priceless moments. Okay. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing. That's the hallmark of somebody that, that, that has a servant's heart. Because, you know, if you have to do things from um, a position of wanting to help others. And I, I got this saying, I always tell people, you give to get. Like, as much as you give out, you know, the universe is going to bring it back to you and, and you're going to be blessed in that regard abundantly, you know, because you're doing it for the right reason. So that's always, I take my hat off to you for that. Um, you're, in your second, you're in your second tour of duty. And tell us how that came about and, and tell us, you know, where you guys are and how Nord has grow, grown since you took over a second time. Sure, sure. Well, listen, one, one thing that, that, that I, I missed out on was, you know, during my first tour, as you put it, 
you know, we worked hard with FEMA to ensure that all of the finances and funding was available to rebuild all of the parks, playgrounds, all of the recreation centers, et cetera. Um, well, after leaving uh, under, under Mayor Mitch Landrieu, they were able to complete the jobs that we started to, to be able to build the facilities and bring a lot of the facilities online. So I definitely commend Mayor Mitch Landrieu and his team for pushing forward with that. Second you know, line Mitch. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but as 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 coming back into my second stay of Nord, uh, it, of course, uh, it was advertised that uh, it went out national search for a CEO of Nord. Because remember, after I left, it was Nord's uh, department. Right. And in 2010, 2011, it transitions to Nord Commission. So <laughs> it went from being under the mayor to being under a 13-person commission, commission which yeah. consists of which consists of the mayor. Um, and so with it, uh, it, it went out, of course, a national search for the CEO of Nord. And initially I made it to the top 12 or so for the first round of interviews. And from the first round of interviews, I made it to the finalists, the final three for the interviews. And we did a, a public uh, interview uh, session in um, City Hall in the council chambers. And from there we did a one-on-one interview with the Nord Commission. Then we did a one-on-one interview with the mayor, and uh, after the process, I was uh, selected unanimously throughout the process to become the the new CEO of Nord. That was in uh, December of 2018. Amazing, amazing, and and that's that's a testament again to who you are as a person, who you are as a leader, uh, your dedication to the city of New Orleans, a national search committee. And they came, came back home to Mr. Barabino Jr. Yes. That's amazing. I, and, I mean, again, you know, you got to be applauded for that. So we're very appreciative to have you uh, steering the um, – to ste- steering NORD and helping the community in the way that you have because you've brought so much programming and events and just benefits to the city of New Orleans through what you're doing with all your efforts at NORD, NORD right now. So we want to talk – we want to talk about that. Definitely, but let's do this first before we get into that. Let's let's plug the event that's going on this weekend so everybody know. Not only are we here to talk to Larry about who he is and how special he is, but what's going on, what we're partnering with you guys on this weekend. Sure. So so last year we looked around during the height of COVID, and and we knew that uh, a lot of our city employees, not per se our city employees, our city residents who work in the tourism industry hotel, motel industries, and et cetera, were out of work, were home. Right. We knew that there were a lot of kids that were at home also doing virtual learning, and et cetera. And so we knew that Nord had, we've never done the toy drive and toy giveaway. We've always partnered with those that came and utilized our facilities. So I sat with my staff and I said, hey, listen, we need to do something. We need to do something for our kids. We need to reach out to our partners. So we made the announcement that, hey, listen, we're putting boxes in all of our facilities for those that want to donate. Donate toys, and we're going to do a giveaway to our kids. We're going to do a drive-by. But then I reached out to some friends, and my friends from Wright and Gray said, hey, we're in. <laughs> we're in. I reached out to Daryl. Daryl said, hey, man, listen, I love what you're doing. We're in. Also reached out, and we had Michael Latif that came to the table. Then he said, hey, I'm in. Him, Jimmy Brown, 
you know, uh, a lot of people, man. Yes. A lot of people. Yes. That was an amazing Y'all came and they said we're in. He made a contribution. So it, it grew. We also had, you know, sent a shout out to, we had some uh, Converse tennis shoes then that we distributed. We also uh, had uh, different uh, sporting apparel from Dick's mm-hmm. uh, that, that Dick's donated to us that we uh, distributed. And it was a beautiful, beautiful day last year. And we said, hey, you know what? This isn't inaugural. <laughs> this is going to continue. This wow. isn't a one-time event. Yeah. This is an inaugural. And so we put it out again, and the first persons that rose up was right and gray. And my guys at Right and Gray say, hey, listen, we're not only going to contribute next year, we want to be that lead sponsor. I want to thank you guys for stepping up. Because, you know, like I, I, I said last week when uh, Dara and I was in the interview, it was not just exciting to see the kids receive the toys and the parents watch the kids receive the toys. It was exciting to watch Right and Gray and their associates and their kids and, and, and their staff and everyone distribute them. They were more excited than the kids receiving them. You guys were lit up like you were receiving the toys, Man. you know, He's racing amazing. to cars to distribute them. It was priceless. Again, that was another time that I considered priceless because they were fussing over who was going to get the next car right, right. to distribute the toys. Yeah. And we're back again today doing the same thing. This Saturday, Lafitte Greenway, St. Louis and North Roman. 10 to 12, looking to distribute. We're looking to serve every kid that comes through. You know, of course, it's a drive-thru. Again, I want to send a shout-out to our partners, Sheriff Marlon Gusman, for providing the tents and providing the uh, officers that help control the traffic. But definitely a shout-out to my partner, Commander Lejean Roberts, a 1st District NOPD, who always sends his officers out to help as well. Because, listen, it, it, it takes a team to really pull this off. Yep. It's, a huge, it's a huge effort. Yes. And it's very organized. It's a drive-by. Yeah. So you got to keep the line moving. And we had, we, I mean, it was amazing. Like, how, sometimes we saw people pull up with five and six kids in the car. Yes. So, and, and you know, Larry, we talked, like you said, we talked about it last week on the radio. Uh, some of those kids, that that's probably the only gift that they got. Yes. And being able to provide that, being, being in a position to provide that is very humbling. Being able to uh, partner with you guys and with the you know with a, a understanding of how much you care about the community, it was just a it was a it was a beautiful situation. It was it was humbling. It was a blessing, and it's something that we all should try to get behind. So even if you you know if you're out there, and we'll talk about that as well. You can talk about it right now. As a matter of fact, if you want to drop off a toy, if you want to be a part of supporting the toy drive there's a couple of different ways you can do it and i know last week was like the cutoff was last week the cutoff yes saturday was the cutoff but guess what we're still accepting if you find it in your heart you have some extra money in your pocket to see i can go and pick up a toy you can go and pick up a toy you could drop it off at the nord's main office at the milney campus 5420 franklin avenue or you can still go to any one of our rec centers any one of our indoor swimming facilities and still drop it off the staff will still accept it and if you say, I want to make a donation, I want to make a contribution, you can make a donation to the Nord Foundation. The Nord Foundation and everything will go towards uh, this event. That's amazing, man. I mean, you know, I think that the turnout that we had <laughs> last year in terms of people driving through, and I mean, it, it cut off at 
Was it 12 last year? You remember it was 12 last year? Yes. Whatever it was, the line was still there. Yes. When when it's time to cut it off. Yeah. And there was still toys. I think that, that all the toys get handed out. We uh, we issued out all the toys. We still had remaining some of the Dick's bags that we took to Lake Charles to support the families right, in Lake right, Charles right, right. that was uh, devastated from that hurricane. Not only are you helping New Orleans, but you're helping Louisiana as a whole because you saw a need in Lake Charles and you said, you know what, let's take this stuff out here and help these people who are, who are suffering from losses from the hurricane. Yes. It was, so, it's called paying it forward. That's it. That's it. Larry, you're doing an amazing job. And, and, you know, the fact that all the toys ran out last year with, you know, with a line remaining that says that there's a huge need. Um, I guess you can anticipate that need being here again. So the donations need to keep coming in if they can. Um, give them the, give them the information for the donations if they want to drop something off again. Sure, sure. So, so the donations, we're serving kids from ages 1 to 17. Uh, it's an unwrapped new toy. It's an unwrapped new toy, not used. You know, we appreciate the consideration, but it has to be something that's new and unwrapped so we can identify it and we can make sure that we're getting it to the right kid. We're serving boys and girls, you know, from ages 1 to 17 years old. If you find it in your heart to say, hey, there's 17 years old, I want to get them some gift cards or whatever, we're accepting those as well to issue to our older kids. So, listen, it's it's open to whatever your heart deem that you can do and can contribute. And we're looking to issue that to the kids last year, you know, for the record, we served over 800 kids last year. Wow. And and, and let me tell you, Larry, I, I was amazed at how organized mm-hmm. you guys were last year. Uh, I mean, there were gifts wrapped, you know, you had, how old are the kids? You had three-year-old man. packages and five-year-old yes. packages. So fast too. 12-year-old packages. Yeah. And we were moving, man. And those cars were coming through there. And like you said, we were, yeah. we were more excited than, than some of the kids, yeah. you know, racing the cars to give out those gifts and seeing all those smiling kids and knowing that, you know, we helped make their Christmas last year. And we're, we're excited uh, to do it again. Definitely. Absolutely. 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 Listen, and as we're talking of Christmas, listen, please do not let your spirit of giving end with Christmas. Mm-mm. Because as, as Nord is a year-round organization, you know, if, if you grew up, you know, we talked out, Eric started, talking on where he grew up in the playground that he grew up at. But Noah celebrates 75 years next year, wow. 75 years next year. And we're looking for everyone who can remember the playground they grew up at, remember the coach they grew up at. We're going to have different events and activities uh, that's going to that's going to commemorate next year. But also Noah will be uh, selling paraphernalia next year where you can buy you a Village the Less shirt. You can buy you a Goretti shirt. You can oh, buy you be, a, a Milne shirt. You can buy you, you know, a Deep and a Dettle shirt. Because I know you remember those. Those you are the teams you play oh, for. Yeah. Out of, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And, and, and so basically we're asking you all to continue to support Nord. And if you haven't supported Nord, if you want to give a contribution to support your playground and you want it to be a tax deductible, you can make that contribution to the Nord Foundation earmarked to the Milne playgrounds, to the Garetti playgrounds, to the cutoff playgrounds, to the to the any playground that you grew up at, you can make a contribution earmarked to that playground, to the North Foundation, and those funds will go to support the programming at those playgrounds. You know, I want yeah, we're talking about playground playground sports and things of that nature, right? I wanna I wanna bring something up that's gonna be near and dear to both of y'all's heart. My guy, Jabar Jalou. 
How proud are y'all? Because y'all both have very, very deep relationships with this man. How proud are y'all right now of his accomplishments and where he is? Eric, I'm going to let you go first because Larry known, like him and Larry played in the dirt together. Yeah. So I'm about to, I'm going to let you talk well, about it first because it's your frat brother, and then I want Larry to talk about it. Man, Jabarja Luke, not, not only is he my frat brother, he's my line brother. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, and Omega Sci-Fi, uh, he's the tale of the six sons of Invictus, and we're very proud of him and everything that he's accomplished. Uh, Jabar's always, you know, uh, giving back to the community and all that he's done. Uh, from his days of uh, being an assistant coach over at Walker, uh, bringing a championship home, building a program at Carr uh, High School of winning winning state championships on a regular basis. That program is still uh, benefiting from his presence there. Uh, as he moved on, you know, to coach at Louisiana Tech, uh, coaching at LSU, uh, coaching in Texas, uh, going uh, to help rebuild that uh UL program in Lafayette, and now he's followed. Uh, Wait, what did they do at UL this year? Uh, did they win a championship? They did. They did. They <laughs> won a championship uh, Man, winner. last weekend. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his promotion to uh, associate head coach and uh, running backs coach in Florida is amazing, and we're very proud of him. He's back in the SEC. Uh, we know that he's going to do a, a great job. Uh, he's a recruiting monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's going right. to do a great job. Uh, for the University of Florida, and we're, we're very proud of him. Very proud of him, Larry. I, hey man, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a spill of dirt. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm, that's, 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 that's my brother. So, so we all grew up in the Saint Bernard Housing Project together, and I'm, I'm gonna tell a little bit of the dirt of Jabal, Jaluk, because you know I had a debate with one of the Saint All guys who was like, man, I've been knowing Jabal forever, and I called him JJ. And he was like, yeah, 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 we call him JJ. I said, why you call him JJ? He said, because that's Jabal Jaluk. I said, nah. I said, Jabal, come here. <laughs> I said, why do we call you JJ? He said, I was so skinny when I was little, they called me JJ off a good time. <laughs> <laughs> because when we were kids, his name was actually Jabal Parrish, which, which was his birth name, and, and he changed it to his dad's last name right. when he got into high school to Jaluk. But he was born Jabal Parrish. But at Willie Hall Playground, he was known as Rooster, the quarterback, <laughs> you know, and, and, and listen, but Jabal had always been that athlete. Jabal was that athlete of our group to where that we would galvanize and no matter where Jabal went, we followed the travel to watch him play, wow. you know, wow. and, and Jabal is that friend to where that it's, it's a group of us. It's Larry, Keith, Jabal, Greg, Fount, Ernest, Ernest Muff, Muff. Yes. Yes. And of course we had Brian Butterball, but from kids, they went to Nelson. I went to Phillips Elementary. We all went to Phillips Junior High, you know, and we branched off to different high schools. But it all started at Willie Hall Playground, St. Bernard Housing Project. And, man, listen, you're talking about proud of? When Jabal caught an intercept in the Bayou Classic and at, while he was at Southern, and he went to the side and he they put, they put the camera on him. And he raised his sleeve, and he had all our names written on his table. Wow. <laughs> you know, that, that group of us that wow. grew up together. You know, but listen, it, it, we grew up in that village concept. You go in this mom's house, Mama Lois, nobody played with Mama Lois. You know, and, and we ran through each other's houses. So you talk about proud of him today. We've always been proud of him. 
And we've always known that Jabbar was destined to greatness when it came to sports. You know, and we just figured initially it was supposed to be on the field. Right. But now he's taking it a whole nother step. Man, when you talk proud. Big time. That's, listen, that's a brother to be proud of. And he's, listen, he's a New Orleans native. He's literally a native son. You talk about proud of him. And I'm, I'm hoping he's listening. If anyone's listening, man, listen, let's give a big shout out to Jabal Jaluk, a native son. He's that guy. We got a call. We let's take this call real quick. Good morning, say cool. Yeah, what's going morning? Good morning. Uh, let me just say this: Jaluk uh, and you have benefited from you talking to a man who started with the whole football program, bro. Winning ten thousand dollars debt and the community <coughs> help uh, pay off the bill. There's a history, my man. I know you much younger than me, and uh, I'm, re- I'm. I see the last of the. I'm the I'm the bridge from the past to the present, and what I'm saying is that uh, the names of Mr. Jones, Edward Jones at uh, Holland Park, Morris Jeff Jr., Morris Jeff Senior, Eddie Flint, uh, Mr. Bradford Hawkins at, at Shakespeare, Mr. Rowe back in the Project area, Mr. Haynes, Donald Haynes, Daddy, Ernest Johnson, Dillard Smith. If the best thing you could do as the leadership of uh, the President North is to get that bridge, talk to that bridge, take that history down, get those old photographs and, and real put the, we have a bad habit as the African people. We forget our history. Some of us don't know the history and some of us ignore our history and our, the continuation of, of know how it became what it is today. You stay on the shoulders of dozens of black men who played a, 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 a a pivotal role in keeping all alive, bro. So it's your responsibility to get with those, some of them people who know, have the knowledge and experience and the direct relationship with these men and put together like a brief biography of each one of them and a photograph and put that in Nord headquarters, bro, because they're the very foundation of Nord, my bro. All right? Think about what I said, and people would agree with me. There's hundreds of people in this city Daddies and uncles was, was the the, the, uh, the backbone of Noah, and I think you ought to recognize them people, bro. You walk all sometimes you walk all around them, knowing you know who they are, because you're a much younger brother. But there's a lot of brothers and sisters out there who know who older in my age group. I'm pushing almost eighty, so I go back and know in the 1940s, bro. I was participating in Noah since the forties. So uh, think about that, my man. Have a great day. We yeah. appreciate the call. Definitely, Sekou. And you know you and I have, have always had those conversations. We've sat down over the years and had those conversations in the history. And one thing that you indicated and one thing that I definitely stand firm on is that I do stand on the shoulders of giants mm-hmm. that come before me. He named some giants. And listen, make no mistake about it, some of the history he gave was doing um, segregation. A lot of people, right. you know, doesn't especially these youngsters, does know that, you know, segregation played a big part in Noah. You know, there were certain parks and playgrounds that uh, African-American kids couldn't go to. Right. The playgrounds that he named that came in existence, the Willie Halls, the uh, Harden playgrounds, the the Rosenwald uh, centers and playgrounds, uh, you know, those playgrounds were blacks only. Mm-hmm. You know, where you had the Berman <coughs> complexes, you had, then you had the Lehman 1 and Lehman 2, Claiborne divided, Lehman 1 was by the Iberville Project, which was whites only. Lehman 2 was the other side of Claiborne by Lafitte Greenway, by the Lafitte 
housing project, which was for blacks only. You know, so he talked about the time to where that those men that stepped up, the Morris FX checks, the Coach uh, Johnsons and all those guys, they stepped. They were pioneers during those times. Right. You know, our first African-American um, director of NAW was Joan Glapion's. That's Donna Glapion's dad. He was the first African-American director of NAWD. You know, so the the history definitely, I definitely uh, respect our history, and, and you know, and and always acknowledge our history. But of course, I use our history to grow, to, right. to continue to move north forward. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's one of the things too. Like a lot of people, like you said, the youngsters don't understand how how pivotal during segregation it was for black youth to have the same opportunity. Even though the, I'm sure the facilities were not equal. <laughs> to have, but to have people who who dug in and, and <clears throat> invested their time and energies into giving youth sports an opportunity, I mean black black youth opportunity to play sports in a segregated environment, and that, that's very important to acknowledge. And obviously, you know the history. I'll let you just display that. So that's a you know again that, that that's a testament to who you are and why it's important for us to make sure that you are, uh, even if we have to push you um, to a certain levels and. In certain positions, you got to keep moving, Larry. You got to keep going to other spaces. Sure, but one thing, the key thing about it is, is to make sure that everyone also recognizes that Nord's motto is something for everyone. So Nord is here to serve all of the residents of the city of New Orleans. Absolutely. You know, whether it's through our sports programming, through our cultural programming, through our educational programming, you know, we offer something for everyone. You know, in the biggest uh, program that we're one of the biggest programs that we have is our seniors water aerobics and our seniors fitness and fit NOLA programs because those are the persons that have paved the way. Those are the persons that have earned the opportunity to sit down and go to a recreational center and enjoy themselves. And that's why right now we're in the process of building a brand new facility, the Desire Florida Community Center, which will sit on Louisa Street, that will primarily focus on senior programs and year-round senior senior programs and opportunities. You know, so we, we cannot forget those who have paved the way for us. What other program do y'all have for seniors? Like, you got the water aerobics. What else is out there? Because, I mean, it's a, you know, one of the things that I, that I found out, which, again, we talked about earlier that was absolutely amazing to me, is that the number of programs and how, how varied they are. You got programming, pro- programming for essentially anything that you may be interested in from yes. a recreational standpoint. Um, Nord offers that, and like let's let's kind of go through it a little bit so people know what what's available to them, and then we'll talk about some of the you know just mention some of the the uh, centers and things of that nature that are in certain areas so people kind of they can have an idea what what they're looking for, and also give them the website for Nord so they can go to this, yes, go there first. Yes, sir. Well, I'm gonna start with the website. It's nordc.org. You can go to the website and see what we have uh, going on, but also you can download the the app the Nord C app to your phone wow. um, where you can stay informed of what's going on. But definitely when it speaks to our seniors, last year we cut a ribbon on the Rosenwald Annex building where we offer seniors programs and we have people's health that comes in and others that comes in. We're partnering with us and we you know we're doing uh, different uh, educational programs with our seniors, computer classes with our seniors out of the Rosenwald Annex that's located right at the Rosenwald Center that sits on the corner of uh, Broad and Earhart. That's where we had the turkey giveaway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a beautiful yes, facility. Yes, beautiful sir. with that's a pool the, that, and the whole nine. Yes, sir. And that's the gymnasium. And if you see t- right next to it is the annex, right? Which used to be the boys and girls club, which is now on the Nord. But also with that, we have the Nord Senior Choir. 
You know, we what? had a, yes, sir, yes, sir. We have the North Senior Choir, and I call them the Golden Voices, man. This song, we uh, we had a, a senior uh, luncheon, Thanksgiving luncheon for our seniors, uh, the, right before going into Thanksgiving, and the North Senior Choir performed, man. And we wow. did it at Milne, and it was priceless. Wow, it was priceless, you know. So we're always looking to also expand programming. Right now, a lot of seniors are, are big on pickleball. Pickleball is a downsized version of tennis. Really? And we offer it in full of our multipurpose recreational centers right now, Milne, Milne Lions Center, Gernon Brown, and Joe Brown. Eric, and you, you have you a lot of scenes pickleball. Yeah, Eric, don't that's start it, that. That's it. Don't start hey, that. hey, man, listen, don't, don't, let, don't let it fool you. Is it strenuous? Man, listen, we... Pickleball. Yeah, we, we do, I do team building with my Noah leadership, and we chose pickleball one day. And, hey... Pass off to those seniors on that court. You know, that ball moved kind of quick. You know, you have pass off to those seniors on that court wow. playing pickleball, wow. man. So, you know, but it, it's an array of programs we offer. And we also have our piano lessons, guitar lessons. Seniors participate in some of them. Um, and, and like I said, man, it's just about expanding the programs. And th- there's no dumb idea. So when persons come, like we were sitting here with Sally Ann, and Sally Ann, he was joking, Prof was uh, joking with Sally Ann about rock, rock, painting. rock painting. I said, if you could t- make some time, I could carve out some space in my class. I mean, in one of our facilities, and you could teach it. <laughs> teach rock painting. Say, bro, people paint coconuts all the time for Zulu. You might as well paint uh, rocks, too. That's an that's a art <laughs> well, actually, I actually, about See, I think you missed it because they would start on the rocks. And before you know it, I, I mean, to slip five sacks of coconuts in there. And, you know, and I'll distribute those on Mighty Gradé from the rock painting class. I'll just slide the coconuts in the place of the rocks when they run out of rocks. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Listen, and I'm going to tell you something. What it, one of the things I appreciate about Nord, uh, because my girls play tennis, they have two amazing tennis centers. One at Joe Brown in the East and one, I think it's Atkins Stern. Atkins Stern, yes, sir. Uptown, right? Yes, sir. And, I mean, even, you know, the schools use those facilities. Yes. Um, Private schools, public schools, those are really, really nice facilities, man. And I think Joe Brown, first of all, let me say this. Joe Brown, in my opinion, is, is one of the most hidden gems in New Orleans. It's an amazing park. Like it's, I think it's 170, 160 acres, maybe. Well, the, the whole the whole complex is a hundred and I think fifty acres, but that consists of the nature center. The nature center, the active portion of it, uh, whether the ball fields, et cetera, is sixty four acres. Well, we have the 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 canoeing, the outdoors program, the canoeing, the archery. We have a track stadium. We have a football stadium. We have the playground. We have the baseball stadium. We have the tennis facility. We have three beautiful picnic shelters. And we have an amazing uh, nature walking trail that you can walk through, walk through the back ends of it. But like I said, some of the key things, man, is that outdoors program is phenomenal. The canoeing programs. We also have it to where we have the AD accessible ramp. Uh, to get you down and get you into the uh, the, canoes. Into the canoes. Yes, wow. sir. Also, we have the fishing pier that's out there. And so, we're celebrating Christmas out there. If you go out there, you'll see we uh, partner with the New Orleans East Communities and Neighborhood Associations where they come out and they adopt a tree and they take that tree and they decorate that tree on behalf of their subdivision and neighborhood, uh, the neighborhood uh, association. So you can definitely go out there and look at the trees and we're going to be lighting up the bridge real soon. So we're definitely in a Christmas uh, the Christmas spirit out there, 
and very festive with it. And we're looking to one day have Joe Brown on the order of a city park. That's say, our goal. Say, bro, let me tell you, I know Sally Ann loves Joe Brown, but, man, I've seen everything out there, Joe Brown, in terms of, like, being in that nature center area. I, I saw a wolf. I saw an alligator. <laughs> I've seen a deer. Like, they got everything out there. And it's 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 like it's such a nice facility in terms of what you're talking about with the basketball gym and the tennis facility and all this stuff. It's like maybe half of it, but that backside, that yes. nature part, Yes. I mean, you, I mean, that's 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 a gym. Like you don't we're, we're in the middle of New Orleans where people barely have yards, and you got that wonderful microcosm of of the uh, environment and the habitat around New Orleans. That's an amazing situation. Yes. People need to take advantage of it. Yes, and I'm gonna tell you something. Our plans within these next four years under American Trails leadership, I def- definitely have to give a shout out to our mayor, who's always, always a hundred percent supportive of Noah. I don't, you know, listen, I, right. I, she's a great leader. Can you give city. her? Can you give her a round of applause, Lee? I oh, know you got it. You got it queued up. Johnny on the spot. Mr. Lee. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Our mayor, our mayor deserves a round of applause because you have to imagine her first term. We dealt with a cyber attack. Mm. We mm. dealt with COVID. You dealt with the hard rock collapse. You've dealt with hurricane Zeta, hurricane Delta, hurricane Ida. You know, lot, and she ha- yes, yes, and she have taken some bold moves and, and and made some real strong decisions. Always, always for the betterment of our residents, and I, I commend her. Listen, it, it's an honor, it's an honor to serve under her. It's an honor, and if and if if our mayor is hearing this, and anyone else on our team, thank you, Madam Mayor, for your leadership. Thank you for all that you do. Because one thing I know from the private meetings to the personal meetings is you put the residents in the city of New Orleans first. Thank I agree you. with that 100%. Absolutely. And I know a lot of business people are like, man, the mayor's putting restrictions on us and this, that, and the third. You got to think about it. When COVID first hit and, the, and how it ravaged New Orleans and Louisiana in general and dealing with all of that stuff, you got you to gotta always look at it in terms of how do, how do you keep the everyday citizen yeah. safe and protected? And that's what her decisions have been about. And again, you know, I, I agree with you 100%, Larry. I support her in that regard because I think that's that was that's important. And we've we've seen our numbers drop and kind of stay low in uh, comparison to other parts of the country, i.e., Florida. You know what I'm saying? Based on those decisions, so that's important. You know, COVID COVID is a killer, um, not only from you know a, a business and and the way we do business in America standpoint, but from human life. We always got to protect human life first. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm very, very proud to live in New Orleans. Larry, I'm about to stump you right now. I guarantee you, you have not taken a Nord yoga class or barre class. I have not. Boom. <laughs> I have <laughs> not. You don't even get how you're on supply, sir. I, hey, man, listen. The, <laughs> the business of Nord, often enough, is exhausting. You know, But I tell you what I do. When I get opportunity, I go out and visit our centers and visit our class, and I get it in through vision <laughs> <laughs> by watching, by watching 
our residents do it because listen and, and don't don't start none. You open a can of worms because my seniors have been trying to get me to come to the water aerobics class. You, like, you need go, to get man. in here. Matter of fact, when you go, let me know so I can come take a video. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sending it to everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Larry taking water aerobics with these old people, y'all. Man, listen, you 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 you'll be you'll be surprised. Our seniors out swim you, man. I know you're out swimming in water aerobics. They'll out swim you. That's you know, ex- swimming is a full body exercise. Yeah. Listen, Larry, we got a couple more minutes here. Um, let's go ahead and let everybody know again what's going on Saturday, how they can participate. It's not still not too late. And if you know anybody that needs to come out to the toy drive, how they can find us on Saturday. Yes, yes. So listen, so the toy drive again is at Lafitte Greenway. We're going to line up coming from Broad Street down St. Louis. The giveaway actually takes place on the corner of St. Louis and North Roman, but we're lining up coming from the direction of Broad Street to Claiborne. Yeah, it's a drive-through, and the kids have to be in the car. We do not care how many kids are in the car, how many families are in the car. We're looking to serve as many kids as we possibly can till we run out. It's from 10 a.m. to 12 noon or until we run out. And we're looking to serve as many people as possible. Please spread the word. Please let the kids know. We know that there are events going on all throughout the city. And if you can make those events, that's fine. If you can make our event, that's what we want. We want you to make sure that these kids can receive as many blessings as possible. Shout out to everyone that's going to participate. Shout out to our partners, right in gray. Shout out to our, listen, I definitely need to send a shout out to our elected officials our, my council members, my state legislators, the Jimmy Harris's and all the, 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 the Gary Carter's and, you know, the Troy Carter's and uh, all of our elected, the Royce Duplessis and all those that step up and support Nord. And we ask you to continue to support Nord and, you know, but definitely my council members and everyone for your support. But we're looking the commission. Yes, sir. That's my bosses, all 13 <laughs> of them. Brian again the commission chair. You know, we're asking everyone to come out and support. We're asking our elected officials, we're asking our commissioners, everyone to come out, support, help distribute, help, you know, make this a, a, a beautiful day for our residents in the city of New Orleans. Again, big shout-out to our partner, Wright and Gray, for helping make this happen. Oh, man, you know, we're humble. It's an honor, We appreciate, an honor. We appreciate it. Oh, and it— this you know you don't have to wait to Christmas. If you miss this event, you can always donate to the North Foundation. Make your checks out the North Foundation. And um, what's the what's the um, headquarters address? Yes, North Headquarters, fifty four twenty Franklin Avenue, the uh, Milne Campus. Yes, sir. Cut a check, Chief. Hey, Larry, we're so glad to have you here. Um, we're gonna bring you back on when you start. You know when you decide what you're gonna do next, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that. Talk about how you're gonna to continue to serve this wonderful city of New Orleans. Is that it, Lee? We're out. Down by law. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. We'll see you all next week. Appreciate it. 